With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride Podcast. What is going on? It is the bye week. It's a Tuesday night show. Going to post on Silver and Black Pride website on Wednesday morning. And got news and notes and talk about the bye and this team at the bye and that great win. You're still feeling it, right? You're still loving what happened on that football field in Kansas City. Mo. And you should. Hadn't happened in eight years. So soak it in. You know, I was thinking that, you know, the NFL season, we talk about ebbs and flows. <clears throat> Last week, things weren't great. And had they lost that game in Kansas City, a couple things go the other way. They do lose that game. But the Raiders earned that win, that's for sure. They're two and three. They're three games out of first place in the AFC West. They've lost three in a row. They've squandered a, a start, the bye. There's questions about both sides of the ball. But they win. Now they're three and two. They're a game out in the division. They're a factor in the AFC. People talking about Derek Carr as MVP. Hope about the defense. The narrative change. Last week, people talking about, including myself, and it was fair, John Gruden being 13 and 23 since returning. This week, it's not that he's 14 and 23, is that he just had the best win of his return to the Raiders. He and his staff did a great job. And reportedly, reportedly, we have this story on Silver Black Bride. You should check it out if you don't. The team buses took a victory lap around Arrowho Stadium after the game before going to the airport. That was a report out of Kansas City. I don't know if it's true. If it is, right on. Who cares? You know what? When people don't like stuff that happens to them on the, you know, in the sporting field, beat them. If the Chiefs didn't like, want the Raiders to drive around their stadium, should have won the game. So this is going to turn up the volume a little bit on the on the uh, rivalry. And that's good. And I think the Chiefs are going to come a very motivated team when they come to Las Vegas. I believe it's in late November. Let's get it on. <clears throat> Let's get it on. But narratives change. Things change. So things are great at the bye. The Raiders have had a lot of injuries. Now they're getting a little healthier. <clears throat> this season, the schedule is going to get easier. Things are looking really good. Things are, and you know what? Things are going to look bad again this year. And then they're going to look good again. 
it's ebbs and flows. But now we're almost a third into the season, believe it or not, and things are looking pretty good. Again, the injuries, you know, I mean, they're hopeful that Edwards and Incognito get back. Collins and, and Hurst, and then our Nets, not that far away. The Raiders aren't a overly injured team right now. They didn't have a ton of long-term injuries. They had a bunch of injuries right away that were a few weeks, and they got through them. They're getting through them. But, you know, I mean, I, I wouldn't sit here and cry about injuries. You look at the 49ers, you look at the Chargers, you look at the Broncos. Hey, hey, wait, that's two teams in your division. These teams are banged up now. The Chargers are banged up. That quarterback of theirs is going to be good. <coughs> You're going to have two very, very good quarterbacks in your division for a long time, and we'll see what happens in Denver. I'm talking about opponents. I'm not saying I'm not discounting Derek. I'm talking about opponents. So, yeah, things are looking good. Let's go through some notes here. Michael Kendricks, uh, who, a linebacker who they had interest in in August. They're supposed to bring in for a workout probably this week, I would imagine. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Littleton's been eh. Nick has been okay. He had a pretty good game against the Chiefs. A lot of people had good games against the Chiefs as far as like the pro football focus folks go. And you know how I feel about them. Like, it's it's subjective. Um, Jeff Heath had a big game. Clint Farrell had a big game. John Gruden was very complimentary about him. Um, so, hey, yeah, it was a good win. I mean, hey, they won a lot. They would have lost if guys played bad, right? So, the, I mean, they played well. <clears throat> Josh Jacobs said he talks to Marcus Allen once a week. That's pretty cool. Uh, Gruden said that he's going to bring, you know, use some guys more. He's going to use Devontae Booker more. It's pretty quiet in the first four games, but he was an unsung hero in that Chiefs game. He had a 43-yard run. Before that, if you remember, very critical series. I think it was the second quarter. They were down 14-3, I believe. That's why it was critical. He had a second effort conversion on third down. If not, they punt, and you know who knows what happens, right? And I believe they scored a touchdown in that series. So that was critical. Um... There was another critical series, like when 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 Josh, when, excuse me, Jonathan Abram didn't get flagged, and then the next play, um, I think it was Kaiser, the receiver for the Chiefs, dropped the ball. That was critical for the Chiefs. You know, so there was some big plays in that game. And there's always big plays and sequences in you know highly contested games. Gruden said that in addition to Booker, that Heath will probably play a little bit more. I, why not? Give him a chance to play more than than Harris. See if he's better than Harris. No knock on Harris is to see if he's better. I think we're going to see Kendall Vickers a little bit. The defensive tackles were unsung heroes too in that game, you know, with Hurst and Collins out. You know, and, and again, we talked about it the other day, but... You know, you may not like the guy, but Paul Gunther, he deserves credit. And, you know, I, I've covered the Raiders a long time, and kind of, I know the defense has been bad for a long time, but it makes me laugh. People, I'll, I'll just go from Tarver. Tar, people are so excited about Tarver, a young genius, yeah, yeah, then he, you know, it's not going good, get rid of him. 
Ken Norton Jr. Oh golly, he's gonna be so good. Eh, -eh. get rid of him. Paul Gunther, Marvin Lewis's guy. Oh, we're gonna be so good. Not yet. So you know what I mean. And then if Paul Gunther does get fired, they bring in another guy. You love him <coughs> until you don't. It's all about just getting it done. It's that's what it is. You know, I find it interesting that Jason Witten's still getting a lot more playtime than Foster Moreau, and I like to see Moreau get some playtime. He's a young kid. I mean. It's no knock on Jason Witten, but he's 38. You drafted Moreau. Let's let's see him. Uh, I want to see him get some play time. He always seems to make plays, right? That's what we talked about the other day. The Rays have a bunch of guys that will make a few plays for you. They're very deep. They're very deep. Again, Al Ingle may not carry you to a victory, but he's sure going to contribute. Sure going to contribute. Talking about a guy who contributes, Henry Ruggs. I have a, a post up on him on Silver and Black Pride now, and, and it, I think it's interesting. You know, it's um, the Rays are three and zero with this guy. And it's not necessarily he's the reason why they're three and zero, and the fact that he didn't play in the losses, or the reason they lost those games. But he does change the offense a little bit. He only has six catches. But he changes the offense. And in their games that he's played, they're scoring 36 points a game. So there's something to it, right? There's something to it. Gruden said Mariota may be back soon. He praised Nathan Peterman. Cool. Hope he's good. Um, what else? Talk about the injuries. Um, just looking at my notes. B.J. Hall's playing pretty good for Houston, for what it's worth. The, the Raiders are the only team in the AFC West so far not to have its schedule affected by the coronavirus guideline schedule changes. Every other team's had it tweaked somewhat. The Raiders haven't. This is AFC West teams, and other teams too. But, uh, so... We'll see. I mean, it's a week-to-week -week thing. Every morning when I wake up, I'm, you know, first thing I do is I look at the Twitter and I see all the coronavirus updates and all, you know. So, I mean, let's be prepared. Let's be prepared for, you know, one week we're going to be talking about Raider football on a Tuesday night or something. You know, we had a game tonight. Boy, the Titans look good, didn't they? Hardly any practicing, and they did that. Woof. Raiders' offense is scoring the s second most per drive average. So it's there's 56% of their drives they score, and they average 3.04 points a, a, a drive. Number one in both categories is the Green Bay Packers. That's pretty good. And the Raiders' offense isn't really fully clicking yet. I mean, they've, they've had injuries, and they've had two games where they weren't that good, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Team's going to win some games, guys. This team's going to win some games. 
I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. Oh, you, the news today around the league is that Le'Veon Bell is released, available now. You know, the Raiders did have some interest in him when he was a free agent, but times have changed. They got Jacobs. They're fine. They don't need him. I don't think so. So, you know, to wrap up the show on this bye week, obviously won't do a show next Sunday. I might have a couple cocktails. Uh, maybe you're more than welcome to join me. Um, but we'll have the show on Tuesday, and then the Tampa Bay game after that. But things are pretty good at the bye. Are they perfect? No. But they're pretty good, and they're trending upward. They're trending upward on offense. They're trending upward on defense. They're trending upward on health. They're trending upward on schedule. They're trending upward. So there you go. That's our show. Hope you had a good time. I really appreciate you being with me. I really do. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver Black Brian. You be happy. You be safe. See ya.